Welcome to the Chap Chat Podcast. Each week, you're going to be joined by one of the chaplains here at Joint Base Charleston to hear about different topics concerning spiritual resiliency. Sometimes there will be guests. Sometimes it'll just be a chaplain discussing a topic that's been close to his or her heart over the past week. We hope you find these enjoyable, interesting, and above all useful as you figure out what spiritual resiliency looks like to you. The opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent the position of the United States government or the United States Air Force or any other United States DOD entity. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Chap Chat Podcast brought to you by the Chapel team here at Joint Base Charleston in beautiful, sunny Charleston, South Carolina. Today we are joined by a special guest on a Get to Know You episode, our new Deputy Joint Base Chaplain, Chaplain Major Chad Chandler. Sir, welcome to the show. It's a joy to be here. Yes, sir. It's a joy to have you. Uh, So, sir, just if you wouldn't mind, you know, you're a chaplain. You've been doing this for a few years now. You're a major. What has been uh, your journey into the Chaplain Corps? Why did you decide to be a chaplain? What's been your favorite assignment? Something, maybe a special memory of something that you loved getting to do while being a chaplain? Well, it goes back a lot of years. Uh, during my, my time in high school, back in the mid-90s, I uh, felt that uh, God wanted me to serve in ministry full-time and never had an I- idea that it would be in the military chaplaincy. But I, I ended up uh, enlisting in the Army right out of high school, and that was the first time I learned about the uh, chaplain corps, first time I saw chaplains, and uh, I loved my time in the army so it it seemed like the perfect marriage I can do both I can do the ministry I felt uh, God had led me to do uh, along with the military so it's it's been a a tremendous joy Um, I spent about 10 years uh, after high school uh, working on meeting the requirements to be a military chaplain and and now I've, I've been a chaplain since January of 2009 so it's been a it's been a great journey. Uh, The relationships is what I enjoy most. I enjoy the the one-on-one encounters with airmen and and getting to know them and and their story and and being able to advise them and and help them as as they uh, seek that help, desire that that counseling or or advice or whatever that they are looking for. Yes, sir. And you're from Greenville, South Carolina. So this is an assignment pretty close to home? Yes, about a three-hour drive, beautiful area. This is the first time in my uh, military career I've been able to be this close to home, so I'm, I'm really thankful for that and thankful to be here at, at Joint Base Charleston. Yes, sir. So outside of Joint Base Charleston, obviously, is your favorite assignment. Do you have a second favorite that you've had over the years, uh, maybe an interesting mission set that you've gotten to do as a chaplain? You know, we're in Air Mobility Command here, but a lot of different commands that chaplains get to go and serve in. Right. Uh, intelligence is, is the career field that I've spent been with most of my career. And uh, my outside of Joint Base Charleston, my, my favorite assignment was uh, being an, an embedded group chaplain in an intelligence surveillance and reconnaissance group at, at Bill Air Force Base, California. And I was I was assigned there four years, working in the group with the with the airmen, doing what what we call industrial ministry in the uh, in the chaplain corps. Um, 
reported to the group commander, so I wasn't at a base chapel, wasn't working with chaplains. I was, I was there in the unit with the airmen every day. So that's um, that's probably been my my favorite assignment. Yes, sir. Um, you know, sir, we in the chaplain corps, the subject matter experts on spiritual resiliency, and and comprehensive airman fitness. You know, you have these four pillars. They've been called pillars. They've been called different things over the years. And I know you led us in a group discussion about spiritual fitness being the foundation for that. Uh, so I was wondering if you could just share, you know, what does spiritual resiliency mean to you? Um, and how do you tell people about that? Well, like you said, in referring to the foundation, to me, spiritual re- resilience answers the question when the storms of life come and they will come, do we have a foundation upon which to stand? Do you have a foundation upon, upon which to stand to uh, persevere uh, through the difficult times and, and successfully uh, journey through life? And, and for me, you know, that, that's my faith, that's, that's my relationship with, with my Creator, that's where I find meaning and purpose and, and the strength to endure, especially when times are difficult. Yes, sir. And uh, your faith, you know, chaplains all have endorsers, which something a lot of people might not realize that we're not given this job coming into the military. Like, it's not like you sign one person to an intel unit and one to be a chaplain but it takes that specialized training, a seminary degree, years of experience on the outside, and then an endorsing agent who tells the government that yes, this person is qualified in our religious body for ministry. Uh, so, sir, who's your endorsing agent? Um, and maybe just shed some light on what that relationship means for a chaplain and uh, why that's important to have endorsing agents. All right, uh, an endorsing agent, uh tells the military that this person is is qualified from a, a ministry perspective um, to serve and from that particular denomination or or faith group like the archdiocese of military services endorses our, our roman catholic chaplains and and as a federal government they're not in the business of of who's saying who's qualified from a ministry perspective so the endorsing agencies are the ones that that give us our credentialing and tells the military that hey this person is a qualified you know Presbyterian to qualified to serve as a Presbyterian chaplain or a Baptist chaplain or Roman Catholic priest or whatever and I'm, I'm endorsed by the Liberty uh, Baptist Fellowship um, I'm sure most of you are familiar with Liberty University, so they're they're a qualified endorsing agent. I I grew up in uh, Southern Baptist churches, being being from Greenville, right up the road. That's pretty common for this this part of the country. But uh, chaplains kind of have two bosses. I mean, the 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 Air Force can fire us, and the endorser can pull the endorsement if we do something that violates um, that denomination's statement of faith. Then then they can pull the endorsement. And once we're no longer, once we no longer have that credential, then the military no longer has any use for us. So, uh, so you kind of serve uh, two bosses in that regard. Yes, sir. And the uh, your role as a chaplain for a lot of the career, about half of the twenty, 
um, you're, you serve as a captain or a first lieutenant doing tactical level ministry. So this is your first time being in a, the seat of the deputy chaplain for a base. Other, if it's an Air Force base and a joint place, it'll be the deputy wing chaplain, and here it's the deputy joint base chaplain. How has that been transition-wise? Have you uh, noticed a lot that the work is way different? Um, do you enjoy parts of it more than tactical level? Or are you uh, reminiscing about the days where you were out there with intel units and security forces and getting to do the more hands-on ministry work? It's been a smooth transition because I've been blessed with such a great team here. And I view the deputy's role as to be a ministry enabler. We're not able to be the person doing the hands-on ministry as much anymore. But if I if I do a good good job taking care of the captain chaplains, then they're better able to uh, take care of the the airmen that that they serve. Um, I can do administration and paperwork. I, I can't say that it's my favorite thing in the world to do. So, from that perspective, yeah, I would rather be out on the flight line talking to airmen. But I, I can see the important ministry that, that needs to be done here in the office as well. Yes, sir. Well, sir, it's been great talking today, getting to know you a little bit more, and hopefully our listeners uh, will appreciate the the breadth of experience you've had and the wisdom that you're bringing to the deputy position at Joint Base Charleston. Um, any parting shots, final thoughts that uh, you'd want to share with the greater Joint Base Charleston audience who may be listening to this? I feel extremely blessed to be here. Uh, I, this isn't my first experience with Charleston. I, I was in the 315th Air wing, Airlift Wing as a reservist um, doing air transportation, you know, over a decade ago, and I never would have dreamed that I'd be back here on, on active duty as the Deputy Joint Base Chaplain, so I, I'm extremely blessed. God has been good to me. Amen. And, sir, we're blessed to have you. And listeners know that even though uh, Chaplain Chandler is a major, and as you talked about that transition, uh, that does not change the core capabilities of the Chaplain Corps. Chaplain Chandler is available for 100% confidential counseling. You'll see him in the service uh, once a month, probably preaching, um, and that he is here for you, uh, as is the entire Joint Base Chapel team. Um, to care for airmen more than anyone thinks possible. So thank you for listening, sir. Thanks for joining. And uh, Thank you for the invitation. Yes, sir. And stay tuned for more future episodes from the Chap Chat podcast here at Joint Base Charleston.